Hello and welcome to Down the Plug Hole, the podcast about student life under lockdown. We're here from Student Media at Bath to bring you an alternative take on everyone's favourite global pandemic with stories from our university community. So this week we're looking at life after lockdown. We ask people what they'll do first once all the rules are lifted and we can go back to being as normal, abnormal or downright concerning as we were before all of this pandemic nonsense forces into a state of temporary responsibility. So on the podcast today, we have Matt. Howdy. We've got Yaz. Hello. And we've got Chloe. What's up? So let's get going. Now on this podcast, we love categorising human behaviour because we need a, a sort of coherent narrative structure for the episodes. So this week we'll be turning to the world of Dungeons and Dragons, which you'll know about if you're cool, and memes, which you'll know about if you're cool in a more kind of instantly recognisable way, to look at all of the post-lockdown cathartic behaviour everyone's planning in terms of law versus chaos and good versus evil. First of all, we have the lawful good. So they're kind of compassionate, they're honourable, they're not going to go against the rules. They'll still be avoiding everyone in the supermarkets for years to come just to be on the safe side. And we've got a very like nice sort of wholesome family version. So Chloe, do you want to give us some anecdotes that we had come in from there? Yeah, so we had submissions about seeing grandparents again for what seems like forever. But my personal take on that would probably be that people would see their grandparents, but probably never touch them again, won't hug them for a while, just to be on the safe side. Yeah. And then in the sort of like more general sense, then there's kind of like all the milestones and stuff. So Yaz, you had some more submissions for the other kind of lawful good behaviours. Yeah, the submissions I got were general kind of wholesome activities celebrating all the missed milestones that happened during corona obviously everybody that's been born in april may june are all a little bit salty about missing their birthdays you know iso birthdays are what they are but going to the pub with friends or having that party that you wanted to have barbecues etc you know you really want to catch up with those at the end of the day you only turn these milestones once somebody mentioned the birth of a baby so I guess to whoever that was, congratulations if it's yours or whatever, but that's another issue. Somebody else said celebrating with everybody that we got through a really hard time. And I think that's quite reminiscent of post-war and post other hardships that the nation has been through that we can kind of all take a moment to reflect and know that we all got through this together. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, you can't really knock this category, can you? Because it's all very wholesome. The next category is neutral good, and they're kind of similarly wholesome and nice. They're a bit, a little bit less concerned with following all the rules to the absolute letter. So they might already be doing some sort of socially distanced drinks in the garden with like a couple of friends, but they'll definitely post on Instagram saying socially distanced drinks, so everyone's sure they're still following the rules. So Matt, what have we had come in for this one? Yeah, so we've had a few come in. We've had a few have said that they just, they just want to get get with their mates, sit in circles and, and hold their hands and, and just sort of really push on uh, after the end of social distancing and uh, going on into that staying alert type of vibe. And um, yeah, they're a bit past the whole stay indoors vibe. Had a few others. Someone said they wanted to give a, a BTEC hug. Not entirely sure what that is. Wasn't that your mate, Yaz, who said that she wanted to hug the BTEC version of her, which she said was you? I thought that's problematic in its own right. Oh, so like... it's just a diss. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is a weightlifting thing. Um, there was a time where I wanted to become weightlifting chair. The current weightlifting chair, who's also a friend of mine, I was like, huh, I want to become weightlifting chair, but just be a BTEC version of you, you know, like gassing her up because she's done an amazing job. 
and then it's kind of just been a thing now i'm btec elizabeth i don't think it's unhealthy but then you know if it's self-led deprecation it's all good that's true that is true and i think it's that kind of fun insulting kind of thing you can do in person but you can't really do over text so that i feel like insulting our friends in a friendly way is something that we haven't really been able to do so much since lockdown yeah it's pretty so neutral it's pretty good the next category is lawful neutral so they're the kind of people who like rules and tradition and all the habits they've always had so the main one here is is food like you know people queuing up mcdonald's and starbucks and uh I mean, first of all, those drive-through queues are crazy. You people need to sort yourselves out. There are bigger issues in the world than going to KFC. Honestly, the scenes that I've been seeing, disgraceful. But yeah, definitely, we had a lot of submissions on going back to restaurants that people love, whether they're sentimental or just their favourite food, specifically like sushi, things that you can't really eat at home. Maybe your mum's not adept at foreign cuisines and you're just having the same thing every week but definitely i'm very excited for the wagamamas to open in bath so i can get a delivery up to campus food is a very comforting thing we all enjoy taking meaning from food it's often you know as brits what we like to go and do we often like to go out for meals for things so i think it's just one of those things of again going back to the normal but in a very standard very all-encompassing way you know you can still kind of social distance if needed it's just a nice thing you know you're not touching anybody you just have the food it's true it's very kind of organized fun isn't it because not doing anything kind of too like, hedonistic or like mental now the true neutral i mean this is like i mean it's kind of the boring one but it's the the life admin category so people who's left the first thing they want to do is some kind of chore or like errands that they haven't been able to do yet so chloe what have we had for this Yep, so we've had someone saying they want to get their roots re-dyed, which, I mean, I can absolutely relate to that on a personal level. I think a lot of people can. And that's kind of a chore that we all have to do, but unfortunately we've been deprived of. A lot of people want to go to the gym or go for a swim. Personally, can't relate to that, but I can, I can understand it. Have a walk up to the Crescent or Alexandra Park. Again, that just sounds like a dream. And uh, walk freely in a supermarket because, let's face it, the arrows are pretty stressful and having to follow arrows on the floor when you're in a supermarket is just not the one. I think it's so cute that some people think that the most exciting thing they can do when this is all over is just walk normally in a supermarket. I, 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 love, I love an achievable goal like that. It's so underrated. I personally think shopping trips are really fun. I mean, they're even more fun now because they're kind of a luxury, but... I can relate to that. Like the big Sainsbury's in Bath is my haven. I mean, I got followed around Waitrose by a security guard the other day. I thought this was a bit of a joke when it got submitted. And then I got followed around, around Waitrose by a security guard when me and my friend went in there. And apparently our two metres was not enough two metres for this man. So he decided to follow us all the way around Waitrose. Oh, so, so he wasn't following you because he thought you were shoplifting. He was following you because you were not distancing enough. Was that the yeah. problem? Wow, times really problem. have changed, haven't they? Mm. Interesting. I have never felt like such a criminal in my life. <laughs> and we were simply just discussing where the tequila rosé was in Waitrose. Amazing. Tequila rosé. Oh, my God. I don't know. That, that just kind of sounds like something that, some, that sort of someone thought, like, oh, I dare you to drink this. Okay, now, next category is chaotic good. So these people are kind of generally compassionate and they want the best of people, but they aren't too worried about kind of rules and established norms. They want, they, they want their freedom. They don't mind sounding a bit weird. I don't really know about these people because, I don't know, I, I look at 
the entries that I've had in, and I think like these are the people that are just like really erratic and crazy, but at the same time, they're, they're kind of all also down the straight and narrow. Anyway, we've had two in. The first one was go to Kew Gardens, which weirdly specific, but at the same time, quite morally acceptable. And then the second one, I'm just left questioning the motive, the vision behind it really, and that's to eat ham on a balcony. I'm not sure which balcony. I'm not even sure which ham. I'm just lost for words. You know what yeah. though, I can totally see this one, like you're, it's, you're somewhere warm, the warm night air's blowing, you've got some nice Spanish supermarket like fancy ham and you're just popping it in slice by slice. I, it sounds like heaven to be fair. Ham isn't what you go to. That, that's not. not like, well I don't think so. <gasps> what do you go I to? I think there's, I don't know, if I'm on a balcony, I don't think ham is like the snacking type of food that I'm looking for. What would be, what would be your first balcony go-to? I don't know. I think it's like, it's definitely finger food. Maybe some bowl food. Like a little... A oh, you're eating ham wrong if you're not doing it with your fingers, to be fair. It's, it's true. <laughs> you can't account for people's cravings, though, can you? It's always very unpredictable. Chaotic, yeah. Chaotic, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Okay, now, the next one is a chaotic neutral. And they're kind of, I don't know, they're not particularly kind of morally upstanding, but they're also not terrible. They're kind of individualists, they're hedonists, they follow their own heart, they don't really care about rules that much, but they're basically harmless. Yeah, the kind of general here was kind of, from my perspective, was people, since, you know, we've all been going down the self-care road during quarantine, you know, been really stepping up doing, whether it's Joe Wicks' PE or some kind of other exercise just to get out the house, been conscious of our bodies and things like that. And I think people just want to do a complete U-turn. They just want to absolutely ruin themselves, go down to the pub, go down to the club and just get absolutely hammered. And to be honest, I can kind of understand this. We had a lot of people saying that they wanted to go down to the pub to watch sports, even though they don't enjoy sports. They just like that it brings loads of people together and they just want to be around loads of people. And I can totally understand that because... I mean, it's perfect beer garden weather at the moment, you know, who doesn't want to watch some rugby or some football in a beer garden with your mates, get a little bit drunk and just see where the night takes you. You know, if you end up in the club at 3am, then that's what happens. Oh, imagine. You know what? Yeah, I can totally understand that because I feel like everyone's been kind of having to be so sensible for so long, then even people who maybe weren't that much of a sesh gremlin before might decide that now is the time. Now, on the other kind of side of hedonism. Chloe, what have we got here? Yeah, we've had a lot of submissions about people wanting to get their sex lives back in action, which is obviously understandable. We're all human. But it seems that these characters, obviously, people who want to follow their own heart, but they're probably following something else as well. <laughs> but we've had a submission saying that someone wants sex with the girlfriend, beer with the lads, and visit my mistress. Not quite sure what to make of that. Potentially quite chaotic, depending on how you interpret that. But I think we can all say, as human beings who've been deprived, that this is something that we can all relate to. Yeah, that's true, actually. And you know what? I do. I, I know who said visit the mistress. And bizarrely, I don't know if this is any better or worse, but when he says to visit his mistress, he means the city of Bath. That's quite poetic or not? It's kind of poetic. I don't, I think the aim was for it to be poetic. And I think, you know, God loves a trier. It's another sort of side of that same coin of like having to have been so sensible and so responsible for ages and now everyone's kind of bored obviously being bored doesn't mean that the lockdown's gone away but when it does i think people are going to be kind of making up for lost time a little bit absolutely there's going to be a baby boom at some point <laughs> because god i hope i have nothing to do with that stay safe <laughs>
Okay, now we're going to move on to the evil categories now because, you know, it still exists. I mean, you know, not necessarily in a big way, but uh, neutral evil people, they don't really have any qualms about harming others, but they don't do it for no reason. They won't go out of their way to sort of cause mayhem when there's no benefit for themselves. Well, I don't know if it's about going out of their way. I just think it's a bit uninspired. I'm not going to lie that if you're going to be evil, at least commit to the cause. So the ones we've had in, we, we, we all expected it. And it, it's Monday Night Bridge. It's like if a club night was a year six party, it's, I can't think of a place I'd less rather be at 2am after all of this. Like, you think as a result of quarantine and self-isolation, all of the time we've had away from all of these, you know, just the world, we, we could aspire for more than bridge. You mean yeah, you don't want to leave lockdown and walk into bridge and see someone getting fingered on the dance floor? <laughs> I, I mean, I, imagine. I, just, I live for more in life. I, I yeah. don't know about everyone else and anyone who potentially submitted this, but yeah. Are you saying you've got loftier goals than wearing white jeans and going to Shark or Fresher? I mean, that's quite a bold claim. Is that bold? <laughs> I think everyone in bridge kind of deserves each other. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it, it's, it's the marketplace of mediocrity. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Have you had any other neutral evil? Um... Yeah, I mean, we've had a fair few. I feel like a lot of people are feeling pretty neutral and evil. I mean, we've had some other club nights, but non-specific. We've had going to a lecture under an influence. The influence is not listed, but, you know, leave it to your um, imagination. And then, yeah, going to Sham Castle and, and more of the same. They're kind of technically illegal, but not really harming anyone apart from yourself. So, yeah, neutral evil, that's, that sort of fits quite well. Now, the lawful yeah. evil people are kind of a weird one because they want there to be loads of rules and regulations, but only so they can kind of manipulate them to meet their own ends. So, Yaz, can you think of any kind of examples of, not necessarily people that we've had submissions from, because no one that we're friends with is really like this, I don't think, but like in a more sort of general societal sense? I think this is definitely those people that maybe kind of enjoyed the restrictions of lockdown and seeing lockdown as a challenge that they had to break and now they can't do that once they're out of lockdown i think they're maybe trying to choose another channel but one of the things that i thought about is those people that have used lockdown to their own advantage so maybe they've been sneakily working on the side on some secret project or something like that that they're gonna spring on everyone once they come out of lockdown you know they're doing something that at any other time would be normal but coming out of lockdown with an elaborate side hustle that you've been able to do because you don't have work or something maybe is a little bit sneaky given that you're using a global pandemic to kind of further yourself. Or like Jeff Bezos, he's coming out well. of this. Well, I mean, not well, but like rich. So arguably he's taking advantage of things being how they are to absolutely coin it. I think he it. it pretty well. Uh, to be fair, yeah, he wasn't skinned before, was he? I mean, you can have all that money and still be a bold man in a gilet. So, you know... Yeah. You can't really say he's taken advantage of this if like, he was already taking advantage before. Actually, no, Richard Branson, he was kind of worse in a way because he was trying to get his staff put on furlough despite like, not yeah. paying any tax and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm just trying to think like, what a good kind of lawful evil person would be. Like, maybe they were the people who were kind of ratting on all their neighbours during lockdown just because they don't like them. And now that mm. they haven't got a reason to get their neighbours fined, they mm. might be at a loose end. My mum's neighbour at home was taking photos of my mum and my aunt who dropped off supplies to my mum 
taking photos and sent them in to the local council what? to try and get her in trouble. She was taking wow. photos out the window, like oh a little sneaky God. sneak. That's psychotic. Oh my God. Like if you spend your time looking out your window at your neighbours and doing that, it's a bit lame. What have the neighbourhood watch got to do now? Like, what, what are they doing? Like the, the, the neighbourhood busybody that's on the WhatsApp group chat going like, oh, somebody put something in my bin the other day. Like, they you know, the there's, nothing, there's nothing going people. on. All those Karens. It's been a good pandemic for Karens. Forget positive COVID tests, positive Karen tests. Yeah. This is what lockdown has brought us. I think another maybe lawful evil is people that come out of lockdown and just immediately go back to supporting... That, like you said, Jeff Bezos, Richard Branson, the huge conglomerates, as opposed to, I think a lot of us through lockdown have realised the importance of supporting local businesses. I know it's something I definitely want to look more towards, but maybe a lawful evil person is somebody who's they're able to go out and shop at clothing brands, but instead of maybe supporting a local clothing brand that's really suffered during COVID-19, they're just going back onto ASOS. Mm. Our final category is chaotic evil and they're kind of they're probably the worst they've got no respect for any rules or anyone else's lives or anything but their own wishes which are usually pretty selfish so chloe this is absolutely no reflection on you that you've given me this category but what kind of thing do you reckon would fit into this i think that people who will not have any sense of personal hygiene i think that that's pretty bad and i think people are going to be so hot on that from now on and also Another thought I could be that those people who actually do illegal work, so those people whose jobs are actually against the law, so maybe people who, you know, are emperors of the dark web or anything like that, you know, got to spare a thought for them because they're just going to go back to doing what they do. And um, ethically, ethically speaking, I don't think that it's technically beneficial. Yeah, to be fair, it's been a hard time for the criminal underworld, hasn't it? Because they can't really put their staff on furlough because technically they aren't doing any jobs that are legal. So I just don't know how the mafia is doing it at the moment. Like, I think it's, it's, it's you know, it's a rough time for everyone, but like, especially for the mafia. Exactly. exactly. Workers? Do they have contracted workers in the mafia? I don't Ooh. know. Maybe somebody in the mafia hit us up or any gang activity. Do you <laughs> yeah, a, if you've got any mates in the mafia, then, then let us know. Yeah. Yeah, send in your, your organised crime stories to the Google Doc below. So, like, overall, what do you think Bath is kind of most like? What if you, if you had to give Bath Uni as a whole a category, what would you give it? I would say maybe chaotic neutral. I'd probably say this because we the, the submissions, the most submissions we had are concerning those two. Uh, that one, sorry sort of getting hammered and having loads of sex I, I think that kind of sums up student life anyway yeah I also definitely think a chaotic neutral standpoint I, I kind of disagree I think Ooh. I think Bath I think it's more neutral evil um, neutral evil really that's controversial is it have you seen the cues for bridge recently oh god they <laughs> every Friday do you think that's yeah. mainly like a sort of a silly fresher habit that people generally grow out of or do you think that's kind of like a sign of true psychosis. Whilst you see the U1s and U2s sh ship all of the freshers down on a Friday and Monday night, I think it's pretty universal in, in terms of who's in bridge on, a, on one of those nights. Interesting. So, you, so, so you'd be willing not. to sort of put yourself out there and say that as a whole, because of the high bridge attendance, Bath Uni is mostly a little bit evil around the edge. 
I don't know if it's just bridge. I feel like I've focused on bridge far too much on this podcast. I don't think that's all that is wrong with society. Uh, I mean, Bath. I feel like a lot of people fit into that category in, in, in the way that... Yeah. So we're somewhere between chaotic, neutral and chaotic evil, but either way, it's a bit chaotic because we've been cooped up too long. So I think, that, I think that's all very understandable. Okay, so I reckon we'll wrap up there. So thanks for coming on, everyone. We'll sort of, we'll say bye now. So bye, Matt. Bye. Bye, Yaz. Goodbye. <laughs> nice. Very solemn. Bye, Chloe. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Down the Plug Hole podcast. Please submit any weird stories to the Google Doc next to this podcast. Watch this space. We'll be back here at the same time next week. Bye.